With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to another week of The Sick Podcast with me, Kelly Singh. It is the Arizona Cardinals' sickest podcast out there and you are helping to make it happen. Well, what a show I have for you today. Really, it's just going to be a lot of me gushing over how exciting this game was. What a comeback. So why don't we just go ahead and get right into it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh. The sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. It's going to be sick. Sick, sick, sick. This season is going to be sick if it continues like we saw on Sunday. OMG. First of all, I want to give a, a few fan shout outs. It was so nice to get so many great comments, great feedback on the first couple of episodes. The first episode, a little rough, trying to figure out where do I want to broadcast when I'm working in California. I think I have a spot now. I got really good feedback about, you know, really leaning into the camera and and making it personal. I appreciate that feedback so much. Last week, I got a bunch of comments about my hair, Yes, I'm growing out my gray. I know it is not Cardinals football related, but it's all it's all right here. So I might as well talk about it. Growing out my gray, it's fine. I'm good with it and people liked it. So thank you for your love and support. And I hope that you continue to watch week after week. That being said, I have one more exciting piece of news to share. I have a fun little piece of wall art behind me. Uh, Being that I work here at Trophy Smack, we are working on new products all the time. And this is a little prototype behind me with the sick podcast with Kelly and Phoenix logo. That was really fun to make. And I'll be able to bring it back and forth with me when I travel between my home studio in Phoenix and here at work. So Yeah, that's fun. We're really doing it, you guys. Couldn't do it without you. So thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's talk about this game. I don't know about you, but during the first half, I was, I I think I was just like speechless. Thinking about week one and how awful it was, watching week two start to unfold and almost having deja vu like moments. I was texting with friends. Everybody 
on Twitter talking about, oh my goodness, if, if the Cardinals keep playing like this, then, you know, the season's over. We're done. This can't continue to go on. Where is Kyler Murray? Where is Marquise Brown? Where is our defense? It was just question after question, wonder after wonder. Well, if anyone was concerned, including me, about Kyler Murray's performance, when he was going to show up, I think after this week's game, we can put that to bed. The dude has wheels. We saw him put them into use after what seemed like a a short retirement, (laughs) we'll say, a hiatus of sorts. All of a sudden, he put on those wheels and just ran like a toddler stealing candy. That's terrible. He's not a toddler, but you know what I mean. You see those little kids running. Um, Kyler Murray is talented. He is fast. He can throw, thread the needle, as the analysts like to say. It's all falling into place. The two-point conversion alone was a 20.8 second highlight reel that will live on in my brain forever. Dude covered like 80 some yards. It was wild. That is one for the ages and everybody knows it. It was like after the second half, after that halftime break, I don't know what they said in the locker room really, Um, whatever it was, maybe they all sat around and ate a bowl of Wheaties, got their strength up. (laughs) Then they came out in that second half, whatever that pep talk was, it made all the difference. It was game changing, literally, because bam, bam, what the hell just happened? I don't know, but yay. Yay, because now we're back in it. We're making a comeback, a comeback for the ages. 30 minutes of Cardinals possession. 30 minutes where Derek Carr, who I actually really like, I like Derek Carr. I want to see him succeed, just not against my team. 30 minutes he was just sitting there on the sidelines, Couldn't do anything but watch. Watch the carnage unfold. It was incredible. I'm jumping up and down. There's popcorn flying everywhere. I have a very tiny studio here in California. So I made a mess. My pillows and cushions are everywhere. Popcorn's everywhere. I'm spilling my beer. It was just a true celebration by myself, and that's okay. (laughs) Maybe you were celebrating by yourself too, but then we came together on Twitter. The Twitter community unites. We're going nuts, tweeting back and forth. It was just elation. I can't tell you how exciting it was 
Um, I hope you were just as excited. I told you from the start, this is going to be a lot of me just gushing because that's what I live for. Gushing goodness and happiness and joy. <laughs> okay, let's talk defense. Defense really came alive. We have cornerback Byron Murphy Jr. out there doing his thing. He really contained Devontae Adams, and that was super key to the Cardinals being able to hold the Raiders in order to make this comeback. Because let's face it, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams are a duo to be reckoned with. And that's something that we talked about on Thursday with my guest Brent. Um, that was one of the key points was the Cardinals were going to have to contain Adams and Carr as a stacked duo. And in that second half, especially, we really saw that with Byron Murphy Jr. putting in the effort, putting in the work and making Devontae Adams work for every, every snap. And that's just exactly what we needed. I thought it was going to be over at one point in overtime. I mean, there were a bunch of times I thought it was over, right? You know how week one we were trying to find highlights to talk about? In this game, there are so many highlights to talk about that you can't just have one favorite. But I'll tell you this. I thought it was over when Marquise Brown dropped a pass that was catchable, did not make the catch, fourth down, overtime. Uh, I mean, as exciting and elated as I was for this comeback, that was just as deflating, and I thought it was over. But you can't say it's over until it's over, right? I've learned my lesson because it happened. Simmons made this huge tackle, knockout, fumbly thing. What do we want to call it? He caused a fumble. And uh, Byron Murphy Jr. was there to scoop it up and score a touchdown there in overtime, winning the game. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It was just. Like, did that really just happen? Did that really just happen? The Cardinals went from the worst in the league from in week one. Um, I actually don't know the standings right now, but they were the very dead last in yardage last week. The worst. Um, to go and win this in such stunning fashion made it so very exciting. So now that I've given all of my gushing and all of my adoration and I've gotten out all my excitement, I want to touch a little bit on next week. So injuries. We have injuries we're still contending with Will they be back in play? I don't know yet. It's all very questionable still. Uh, J.J. Watt with his calf injury, 
questionable. Um, Rondale Moore, hamstring. We talked about this. Uh, hamstring injuries are not easy to come back from. They take a long time to heal. And if you go back too soon with a hamstring injury, you could cause further damage. So I know that they're really taking it slow with Rondale Moore, which is a huge bummer. This was supposed to be his time to shine with Hopkins still out. So I'm really hopeful that he's going to be able to come back. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Um, last week we had um, Andy Isabella, wide receiver, out with a back injury. So um, those are pretty substantial injuries to our offense and our defense. I'm um, not just hopeful for week two after seeing this week's performance. I know that our guys can step up and step in when need be. So it's not as worrisome when you see them play through these type of injuries, having guys fill those roles like Dortch, for instance, that was, um, you know, talk about a guy whose time to shine. He's really stepping up and stepping into a role that's helping the Cardinals to win. And if you happen to pick him up for daily fantasy uh, the first week, I don't know many people who did. I mean, if you're very savvy, you would have been up on it knowing that he was going to fill in because we have so many wide receiver uh, openings. Week two, there might have been people who thought, can this be a repeat performance? Can George put up fantasy points again for DFS? And yeah, the answer is yes. Next week, I don't know. I really don't know. It would be a gamble. I've I've made plenty of gambles while gambling, <laughs> believe it or not. And it may be one worth going for if he's not too pricey. I haven't checked to see if the prices are out yet. I'm assuming they are today. Um and you can bet that he'll be more expensive this week than he was last week. But it still might free up enough room in your lineups to make it worth having Dorch as part of your daily fantasy. Why not stack with Kyler Murray? It could be a really great play for you because the odds makers are out on this. They're torn. When you look at the base, uh, various sites out there, the basic, um, what am I trying to say? When you look at the gambling sites out there, the overarching theme is this is going to be a close game. This is going to be a fairly high scoring game for both sides. That's what I'm reading uh, when I look and see what the various opinions are across the sites. Right now, um, we're looking at Rams having like a 52% chance of winning over the Cardinals. That's very slim. Like I said, it makes for a close game. It's going to make for a high-scoring game. Some of the predictions, even from um, the local Arizona Republic right now, has Rams 31, Cardinals 27. 
Shouldn't they be cheering for the home team? Come on. Uh, <laughs> I am looking at DraftKings, and DraftKings is saying take the Cardinals. Take the Cardinals money line against the Rams. When you look, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling so I get it right. FanDuel. FanDuel says go with the Rams to cover. So that's fair enough. Um, sports betting dime, another outlet saying that the Cardinals will upset the Rams. I love how it's an upset now. Cardinals will upset the Rams 23.6 to 22.8 fantasy points. Um, okay. <laughs> it is a home game. So, yeah, I would love to see the Cardinals win and upset the Rams while they're at home here in Bird City, which I'm getting used to saying. <laughs> Let's see it. Rams, come to Bird City. Let us upset you and win the game. I don't care if it's by 1.5, whatever it is. I still want to see a win. Um, anything else? Uh, SB Nation is saying that the Rams will cover ESPN, saying the Rams with the 52 chance, 52% chance of winning. So you can see it's very, it's very split. I mean, FanDuel versus DraftKings, different, different opinions there. I think go with your gut. The Cardinals are gonna be pumped. They are going to be at the top of their game and ready to go. And you can bet any of those questionable injuries, if they're um, feeling ready to go, they're going to go too. Because everyone wants in on this season. They want to make it a championship season if they can. Nobody wants to sit out and be on the bench at this point in the season. They want to ride that wave. And I know there's only been two games, but the first game was such a letdown. And the second game was such a high. Going into week three, you can bet that it's going to be exciting in that locker room, in that tunnel as they come out, in that stadium in Glendale where everybody is going to be wearing their Cardinals red cheering them on. Oh, so exciting. I need to see if I can get a ticket <laughs> to that game because I, I just know it's going to be great. And I hope that you put out all the good energy with me so that we can see another exciting Cardinals win next week against the Rams in Phoenix. Well, Glendale Arena at home. Are you with me? Say it with me. Good energy. Okay, next week, I'm going to have a special guest. We're going to have some Rams talk. Let's bring in a Rams fan and discuss what the Rams are going to bring to the table versus what the Cardinals are going to bring to the table and how we think it might pan out. So tune in next, did I say next week? Don't tune in next week. Well, yes, tune in next week, but tune in on Thursday when I record again with a special guest and hear both sides of the story 
and cheer on the Cardinals, of course, because this is the Arizona Cardinals podcast. But it's always interesting to hear perspective from both sides. Tune in, leave a comment, hit me up on Twitter at Kelly and Phoenix, hit up the pod at Sick Pod Kelly, and let us know any guests that you want to see, any points that you want covered. Maybe you want to be a guest. Let me know. And also, any comments you have to improve the show, I would love to hear those as well. Ugh. Can you tell I'm out of breath? I'm very excited. Let's do this. Thanks for watching. See you Thursday. Bye. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.